if you're not busy growing, you're busy dying. Now, <laughs> <laughs> right. one might one might be like, "Whoa, there's got to be a middle ground." Having a sense of curiosity, uh, always being willing to learn, you know, be willing to learn, uh, be open to new ideas. I'm living in New York in and of itself. <laughs> in New York, yeah. Yet another expense. Yeah. Right. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, and now I don't have a job. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the means. And, it's like. Yeah. Welcome everybody. This is another episode of Alpha Delta, a podcast where we have conversations with people who are operating at a high level than most with the hopes that it motivates, inspires, motivates and inspires people to become the best version of themselves. So today I'm joined by Teko. Teko is someone who we went to the same boarding school. Um, he was years above me, many, many years ahead of me, but uh, I think his journey since then and the things he's done has been very inspiring. And I'm hoping he can share just his experience on this episode and that his story will, you know, motivate and inspire you as the audience. But, you know, Teko, for those who don't know who you are, could you just, you know, introduce yourself, you know, tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do, and where you go to school? Yeah. Um... Joe, thanks for inviting me <laughs> onto your show. Um, I'm honored you picked me up. I'm honored that you uh, brought me onto here. Uh, and I'm excited for this conversation. So uh, who, who am I? <laughs> um, so I always like to start off with saying that, uh, you know, I'm South African born, uh, proudly South African. Uh, I am one of three in my family. I have a twin brother uh, who I closely, closely connected uh, to. Um, I guess by trade, I'm a software engineer at heart. Uh, I love technology. I love that. I love dabbling with technology, uh, and I'm currently a software engineer for uh, software engineer working under Google. Um, yeah, and I've been. I really. I just had a fascination for technology uh, my entire life. So it's 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 it's, right. it's always an exciting day for me to continue to uh, work in the space. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Very very cool. Um, all right, so the first question I have for you is, um, what does being alpha mean to you? That's well, actually, a great question. Uh-huh. I feel like I, I feel like my first question to you would be, what what's a good definition of of the the idea of being alpha? Of being alpha. So mm-hmm. I could actually swing it, tie it to like just the the, the t- title of the show in itself, right? So when I was thinking of alpha, I always think about first, I always think about the pursuit of being like the best. I always think about like being a leader. Um, Yeah, those are sort of the things I think about when I think around the idea of what alpha alpha means to me, for example, right? Um, Maybe you can tell me what yours would be. Yeah, so I think uh, for me, kind of going off of what you just said, the first thing that came to my mind um, is a willingness to serve. Um, you know, when I think about what it means for me anyway to be, to to lead, um, right. what it means to, to, to it, it kind of brings me to what it means to serve, uh, what it means to take responsibility. Um, and so I think to say, to answer that question, I would say that is like the underpinnings of alpha for me is really taking responsibility is really um looking to serve others 
through leadership, um, right. using leadership uh, to, 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 to do that, to maximize that, really. Um, but it's an important question. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's, 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 it's one that uh, probably you and I grapple with for a very long time in terms of right. what it means to be alpha. Uh, especially in any given moment, because I, I would imagine it's something that changes shape over time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, especially, I really liked how you talked about just the responsibility bit of things. It's like, um, it's also an obligation, right? When you're a leader, mm -hmm. when you're in service of other people, right? You are, it's a duty, right? You're obligated to those people and you you have to help them in whatever way that they need to, and they they rely on you for that, right? So, yeah, I I resonate with that a lot. Cool. Yeah. So, and it's interesting because uh, it it I don't know. I think it brings out it, it brings out the question in terms of like how how can you meet that right. responsibility, um, which then spurs you to how can you better position yourself to be able to actually kind of deliver on that promise. And no one's really asking, to some extent, no one really asks you to do it, but it's something exactly. that you bring out from within yourself. Right. Um, so yeah, feeding that inner flame. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, that's the trick, that's the trick. If you figure it out, you let me know. <laughs> definitely, yeah, uh, hey, it definitely just takes this, work, it takes work. It, it takes work, yeah. I'm on this journey just like you, you know? So yeah, hopefully one of us will get there and be like, hey, this is the tip. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, cool. Um, so the next question I have for you is, um, oh, you, so you actually sort of hinted this, but what are you passionate about and why? Uh, what am I passionate about and why? Uh, hmm. I think when I, I gravitate to saying that I love technology. Uh, I, I really like being in the space. I like talking about it. Um, and where it kind of came from, was you know you know growing up uh you know was inspired by video games i i you know the first thing i i wanted to do i remember right is i wanted to make video games um i loved playing them i really liked watching the uh you know they kind of like they would often package these videos like extra content right. with the games just yeah. kind of videos of behind the scenes of how they made these games right. uh, and i was always kind of fascinated you know to that realization of like huh wow people made this right. <laughs> amazing right. kind of graphical experience um yeah. and for the longest time i was like i want to be one of those people like what right. <laughs> make me one of those people um and so that kind of led me on this journey of diving into technology uh being in technology meeting other uh, technologists um and studying software engineering, uh, computer science was a was a great continuation in lit into that space. So um, I love working in the space. I love operating in the space. I love what the space is doing, really. Right. Um, if, I don't know what facet of our life has not been changed through true. software technology. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's an it's an exciting and it continues to be an exciting time. Right, I think the past few years <laughs> yeah. with technology, we've seen technology kind of continue to take center stage. So, yeah, no, I mean, like I, I, I connect to that a lot because, like, I'm I'm also in the tech space. I also work as a software engineer, and like my own journey is very similar. It's like, you know, grew up playing a lot of video games. Um, I was fortunate that 
my parents had this busty ass computer that used to just sit in like a study room and it had a windows 97 yeah. on it and during those days it was like dial up internet so when you turn it on you literally hear a sound go so it waits a while right and like i remember just being so obsessed i mean remember like i was never allowed to use it during the week because of school but like on the weekends i'll just spend hours just like surfing the internet learning like all these different things i'm like wait people you can watch this you can do this it's like you know just getting really really obsessed and i and i wanted to know like okay you mean people have actually created this like somebody has like spent time and they've produced this product right and that that really really sparked my like my just i guess that inner desire to really want to explore technology and it just it is just evolved It, it went from consuming to now wanting to be produced so i started learning like how to do exactly. design how to like you know write write build simple websites like html and stuff like and then over time it just kept on compounding over the years so yeah yeah and i we uh, i had a similar experience uh you know my brothers and i uh almost exactly just like you, just like you said right yeah. during the week no access no but then sense. during the weekends, you know, uh, the laptop that we had in the family, it was a company issued device for my father. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so with hesitant, complete hesitant, he was like, all right, you can you can use the laptop, yeah. <laughs> my work laptop, yeah. to play games, which play I think games. for him was just like, this is a bad idea. This is a yeah. really bad idea. <laughs> company um, issued especially. So, <laughs> yeah, company issued especially, especially. Give it to a couple of kids and hopefully, yeah. and things have gone wrong in the past. <laughs> so that, yeah, that we, we've definitely uh, gotten, uh, gotten, gotten in trouble a number of times. Um, but yeah, we get our chance in the weekend. We'd be like, all right, a couple of hours. And then we, you know, play some games on this laptop. Um, right. Yeah, it was really fun ex- exploring that space through, uh, through that lens. Of course, of course. And it's fascinating when you think about it, like you think about, let's say the internet then, and then now, like, I just remember thinking as a kid, just being so amazed by it. It was slow as hell and it was looking pretty crappy, but like, it was still just such a fascinating experience. And now if you tell me to like surf the internet on that same Windows 97 computer, I'll just be like, I'm like, there's no way that that can happen. So it's, it's you know, just like you said, um, how the internet and just technology has really shaped everybody's lives in every single way. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 amazing honestly it's really amazing yeah and that was what maybe 20 years ago maybe 25 years ago yeah yeah um, wow. you know jumping jumping ahead another 25 years it's you know magic. who knows where we're gonna be right now there's exactly. there's so many uh, uh let me say fledgling technologies that are currently being developed out of labs in mit um right. and so on so forth kind of you know the usual characters. <laughs> yeah, the usual, of course. Um, if it's not you know, NASA or the government, you know, it's the universities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, it's an exciting, it continues to be an exciting space. Um, and, you know, another interesting topic is just how far it's gone. There are still a lot of people that still don't have what, you know, modern technology at this point. I think, uh, what was the number? Something like, and don't quote me on this, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but almost like, you know, ha- half the population uh, on the planet still doesn't have, you know, I think broadband internet. To, wow. mm-hmm. So there's, that's a massive, that's a massive gap. It's a massive gap. Yeah. Um, sure. But there, there, 
but that still speaks to the the size of the opportunity still out there um yeah. for technology to address nice nice all right um i know you sort of hinted this you know talking about like you know you growing up with your three brothers playing a lot of video games spending time just learning about technology but i i want us to just take a step back even further and then just like let's just talk a little bit about just like your childhood you know like what was it like growing up for you just give us an idea of you know what you spend your time doing um what was high school like you know just give us just the overall picture of you know what growing up was like for you yeah so i think for my especially my you know twin brother and i um and you know at the time we had uh, another cousin living with us i consider him my brother mm-hmm. um we were all kind of the same age mm-hmm. we had older siblings that really kind of set they, they kind of set the pace for mm-hmm. um what could be done in the family my right. I, I would consider my my older sister my older brother um and my cousin sister extremely successful people um right. throughout throughout you know primary school throughout high school even in university and beyond they right. continue to kind of really kind of set the pace <laughs> set the pace for for the rest of for the rest of us running behind them so um you know we weren't it wasn't a household that was uh unaware of what uh academic and sporting achievement looked like right. and so you know for, for the longest time at least in the beginning you know we just kind of had to like follow the model really <laughs> just follow the model and so yeah. um we 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 studied we studied hard um we would loved we loved physical activity we loved sports um right. i think the 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 first time I kind of really be, started really becoming cognizant of you know academic sporting achievement was in high school, um, you know that's when at least in the idea of hey what does it mean to to to, to push hard and lead a group, uh, basketball was something I really gravitated to, right, um, and kind of put a lot of <laughs> blood sweat and tears into it, <laughs> um, you know it's it it was a young team a young basketball program in the whole of of the high school itself. Right. But, you know, it was, you know, one of my happiest achievements at that time was, you know, I, I became the one of the youngest captains uh, of the, the, uh, the, I guess, the senior team, the open team that the, the high school has had ever had in the basketball team. Wow. Um, and so uh, it, it, it boosted me a little bit, right? right? Uh, especially, like I said, my older brother, older sister really kind of achieving. So I was like, oh, this is really my first mark. Mm. Uh, that I, that that I've achieved that I've really made um, so far, uh, and I think it was I think it was that that I'll call it a spark really. It's kind of it's a the beginning of something uh, showing its potential. Right? I think it was that spark that um, you know, caught the attention of the folks uh, over at the African Leadership Academy, mm. um, which is kind of the I went I joined the, that program uh, halfway through uh, halfway through. Around grade nine, grade ten, I did the you know last two years at ALA, um, and I think at ALA is when that was an eye-opening experience for me. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, if you share that sentiment. No, I do. I do. I think it's a very common. Um, I, yeah, it's a very common common thread, common yeah, theme I, with anyone yeah. you talk to. It's like yeah. Uh, I thought I knew 
what excellence was. I thought I knew <laughs> what success was. Yeah, But when yeah, you see yeah. your peers, your peers, your fellow classmates, having come to the school, having great, incredible achievements, uh, I'm really kind of really proud to have sat, shared classrooms and, uh, you know, shared a seat with many, many, many of them. Um, yeah. That was when I was just like, wow, this is what is possible. Exactly. Um, who says it's not possible of me, right? Exactly. Um, that's when I really started to to explore and define what uh, what it means for me to excel and where I want to excel. Yeah. Um, so I left I left that high school. What I think is the right principles for anybody to leave with, right? Which is, um, you know, academic excellence. Uh, you know, integrity and integrity in a lot of things in, in integrity in yourself and integrity towards others. Um, and a passion for the African continent, which will never go away. That's never true. go away. Uh, very, um, I consider myself a huge optimist. Huge right. optimist. In African Same continent. here. So, uh, so yeah, kind of getting out of AMA, I think I carried those 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 values and it's, it's it served me well. Right, absolutely. I, I really liked um, how you, you spoke about just the importance of, of you having um, role models when you're growing up. You know, you talked about your older, your older siblings. They sort of set the pace for you as to what's expected, right? You off the bat had some big shoes to fill, right? You and your younger, your brother, yeah. it's like, you guys gotta, you gotta match up. You know, you're not gonna just be slacking. You, you have to meet some specific standards, right? Um, and then, of course, you know, we share the same eye-opening experiences, which is ALA. And, um, you know, just like you said, like, I think for me, the first, what, the first month or two, the biggest shocker is that, you know, you come from your high school, wherever school you're from, you're probably like one of the top achieving students academically. Um, you go to ALA, everybody's like that. Everyone. So it's sort of, yeah. it kind of humbles you because it's like, you can't feel like you're, you're like the best of the best academically. You're getting A's and whatnot. It's like, I feel like for me, I think ALA, the whole experience, like that was the first time, like I actually, I was like, I used to get happy with getting B's. I was like, yeah, like, cause you know, like <laughs> it was, cause it, like, they cause really kind of push those standards that high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it really, really does. And, and like in itself, the program itself is like, it's an A-level program, but like on steroids, right? You know, we take six classes when you typically are supposed to take only three, like at most four, right? So it's, yeah, just that whole thing. I mean, but definitely an eye-opening experience. Um, definitely just um, ignited just the passion for the continent, my passion for the continent. Um, and then, of course, you know, the integrity pieces well well and then just the academic excellence too it's like all those key things are just very very um impactful right so cool so um walk us through how you got to where you are today you know just tell us a bit about your career path what are some of the things you've done just tell us your, that whole entire journey yeah um the cs program <laughs> the computer science program that I uh, joined at, at Skidmore College mm -hmm. in upstate New York. Um, but announced to me 
it was a really excellent program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's you hear about your your Georgia, Georgia Tech, uh, your maybe your Carnegie Mellons, maybe your Caltech, mm-hmm. um, and just like the great engineering programs they have. Right. Um, but Skidmore turns out had incredible professors. <laughs> Oh, really? that were working in their faculty, uh-huh. but it wasn't necessarily something that they broadcast too loudly, which I hope they're doing today. Uh, and so I landed at Skidmore. Again, I was just tunnel vision towards computer science. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the program I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to graduate with. I want to be a software engineer. Right. Um, and so, you know, I was lucky to land at a school that had uh, very small classes with very excellent faculty mm-hmm. um and so i was able to essentially i think i i took i took almost every computer science class they had to offer at mm-hmm. that school even the ones one you didn't... which i took on <laughs> yeah so I, even the ones you didn't one want I took to. abroad right yeah yeah nice I, was, I just wanted to dive into every right. aspect that i possibly could right. um you know so i uh, it, so it really it gave me a great breadth mm-hmm. in 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 the field um, right. As well as it, it, it helped me, it gave me ideas of what I wanted to go deep into, right? In terms of technology, what spaces do I want to dive deep into? Right. Um, but it's when, uh, and so when I graduated, uh, the first role I actually had was working in uh, the IT space for for Google, right? It was their internal, uh, you know, IT support uh, initiative. Um, and a very big component of that program was actually to continue to learn, uh, right. which was really kind of like a blessing in disguise, right? Yeah. So they really kind of pushed this idea of like, hey, you're doing this role, but we want you to pick a domain, pick a topic, pick an idea that you want to learn and dive into, and we'll give you the resources to do it. Right. Um, and so when I was you know, doing this role, doing get, getting in this initiative, uh, uh, that's when I really figured out how I best learn. Right. Uh, you know, I think during school, there's a frame. They give you a framework. There's a framework. It's structured, and so right. just kind of stay in that framework, stay in that yeah. structure. Right. Um, adds, you know, add a little bit of diligence. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I think you'll you'll find success. But now, when you're in a corporate environment, um, no one's telling you how to how to learn. No one's grading you either. Right. So you don't know if you're doing well or not. Right. So uh, I had to kind of figure out my structure in an unstructured learning environment, which essentially was really answering the question, how do I best learn? How right. do I best kind of grow, right? right. Um, and so that turned out to be very important, very important uh, for me. Um, I figured out what topic I wanted to dive into. Right. I, I really like this idea of writing really, really fast, really, really performant software, uh, right. software. Uh, which then asks the question, like, what space does that a lot? What space is that a concern? Right. Um, and then I kind of dove headfirst into that space. Uh, we start hearing things like, you know, C++, yeah. uh, software optimization, compiler yeah. optimization, um, right. you know. And I think that was a great coincidence, a great, a great, uh, I was very glad or blessed to stumble upon that to have that interest right. because that's a, a, a topic that a lot of people are concerned with <laughs> right, a lot of, of people are interested uh, interested in 
Um, and so when they when it came time to transition from that role, um, they were uh, I found myself in a in a very unique position of um, you know being somebody with a set of skills that people really really wanted. Right, I I had worked with the the, the Google uh, compiler team for a few months. I you know I really had studied the language C plus plus. Um, I was really kind of getting myself knowledgeable in the space of software optimization, compiler optimization. And so it was very nice that a transition point where I landed in a compiler team at a blockchain startup. Right. Um, and so that's when I entered the blockchain space. <laughs> yeah. uh, and at the time, I really entered the space not knowing what that space was. Right. right. I was just like, oh, well, yeah, they're building a compiler. And they're paying people to build a compiler and all. <laughs> all right, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then that's when I kind of dove headfirst into all things blockchain, all right. things Ethereum, right. uh, which is a whole other world in and yeah, of itself. For sure. Um, I guess yeah. I guess long story short, I worked there for a while. Um, you know, I was coding every day. I was happy. You know. It's a it's a happy place to be when you're writing software from the moment right. you arrive to the moment right. you leave. Um, right. And so I got to hone those skills. Uh, and then later on, I uh, uh, after that, rejoined Google as a software engineer. Uh, and I've been working under the search umbrella ever since. Nice. Very, very cool. Um... Yeah, it's just like it's just been, the theme of technology has just been with you, right? This whole entire journey. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I think I think with that theme, I was really just like, yeah, this is where I want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just like dive uh, right, deep, I, dive I deep. Wanna, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is, is me. Space I want to be, but Get now, right there. yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but the thing is, though, within this space, there's just so much. There's so much True. you can do. Really, there is actually, right? I've gone from from doing it to compiler engineering and blockchain now i'm doing back-end engineering for one of the biggest search platforms you know in the world yeah, um, yeah. so it's all of it all of those different positions asking different questions um, yeah. which i think looking back you know I, it, it's 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 left me with a very 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 awesome uh set of skills i think and I, right. I i like trying to figure out where i can keep applying them all right, so Teko, you were just telling us a bit about your career path, a bit about the things you've done. My next question for you is, um, what is the biggest challenge you've ever had in your life and how did you overcome it? Yeah. Um, thinking back, I think the one of the biggest challenges I've had in my life was definitely, I feel like for so many others as well, uh, between 2020... <laughs> 2021 yeah, yeah. <laughs> what 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 a time what a time yeah um, indeed you know i i was i at the time this is kind of you can almost imagine right i think we all vividly remember this uh it was around may i was just finishing up my first my uh second semester in graduate school um yeah. i was studying um you know i was getting my master's degree in machine learning and ai uh, and I was also working uh, part-time at the startup, right, as a compiler engineer. Um, right. And once everything hit, the wave of turmoil kind of swept across the world. 
Um, I was I was among those that were uh, laid off from my organization uh, as they kind of were just trying to like, you know, tighten up the ship, right? Right. So you can imagine, uh, you know, you're, you're, I have two more semesters to go that I have yeah. to cover and pay for. Uh, I'm living in New York in and of itself. In New York, York yeah. Yet another expense. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, extremely and high expense. Now, and now I don't have, yeah, and now yeah. I don't have a job. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the means. And, it's like, you know, and so, like, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, wave on wave kind of crashing in. Um, but I don't, I don't, you know, I feel like at that point, everything that I had learned and experienced kind of suddenly culminated to a single point on how I'd react to that situation. Right. Like when That's I was, to, when I was told that I'm being let go, um, yeah. after the, after the call, I realized like, huh, okay, this is happening. This All is right. Happening. This is happening. Yeah. And so, so the first thing I said to myself was like, you know what? We're going to take the day. Take the day, right? You were just punched in the face hard. Hard, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, hit the hit the canvas. Let the referee count tonight. <laughs> let him count tonight. <laughs> Literally, right? And at ten, and, but at the end, yeah. At, at but at ten, you gotta bounce back up, and we gotta get to work. And that's what I did the following day. Yeah. I knew that. Look, I I know how to do you know, an engineering interview process, right? I know, right. I know, I know the formula. I need to practice, 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 yeah. and, you know, get out there and, and just kind of market myself, market my skills and what I offer, right? right. Um, which is, which it turns out is, is uh, a very, it's a set of skills that are very important to folks uh, that are thriving in New York, right? You can imagine you're uh, somebody who's interested in very performance software, no C++. Um, I'm like a good candidate for uh, guys like Google, obviously, your big tech yeah. firms, um, right. handling thousands of transactions. But at the same right. time, banking, right. banking, fintech, uh, yeah. and all those characters, right? Mm -hmm. But I still had to do the work. And yeah. So immediately, following day, and for the next six weeks, um, it was just studying, prepping, yeah. Uh, for 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 in for interviews really, um, but alongside that, right, alongside yeah. all those prepping, trying to keep keep my head down, focus, study, right. right? Did you use uh, uh cracking the code? Had, Did you use uh, cracking uh, yeah. the code again? Yeah, yeah, and lead code exactly, exactly in lead code. But the thing is, so I didn't necessarily just kind of go top down, if that made sense. Um. Mm. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to cover. Yeah, when you're kind of it's pretty intense when you think about it. Like that right. whole process is very intense. Cause like, I don't know about your experience in in college, but like in me, for me, like we only had like a semester of like algorithms and and data structures, and like they didn't teach it like the way it would be. You need to know it in order to pass a coding interview. Yeah, yeah. I I often tell people. Uh, and this is some. This is one of the things. Like the first week going into this, I was like, "This is really how I have to treat this." Uh, for me, interviewing is uh, a totally different. Pro it's a totally different thing. Yeah. For me, interviewing is akin to a. To it's a totally different sport. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> to actually working as a software engineer. Yeah. And studying as a software engineer, right? Interviewing yeah. is a different sport. And so, for me, I was like, school. They went. They teach you how to. They teach you how to run. 
they teach you how to jump. Yeah. <laughs> they teach you how to throw. Yeah. But now for any of you, you got to go play basketball. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so what do you do? What do you do? Right. It, what do you do? If you want to practice, get better at basketball. You practice basketball. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I did. Right. I, you, you, uh, you're not going to have a code editor giving you hints when you're coding. Yeah. So I practice on a notepad, right? A, a notepad on Windows yeah. or a Google Doc, which is the classic way uh, we do it. Um, and really, you know, and that's how I kind of treated it, right? I really wanted to prepare myself for the environment I was going to be in, mm-hmm. right? And so when I practiced my coding questions, I would speak out loud to myself. Because yeah. I knew it's important to 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 bring the interviewer into your mind yeah. and how you think and process things. Right. So if you get really good at not rambling, <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't I don't want to ramble my thoughts. I want right. you to kind of ramble on my head, but articulate some sort of a process, a stepwise process of how I decompose the problem. Um, right. Wasn't good at it at first. I'll tell you that right <laughs> yeah. now. It's a skill. It's <laughs> Definitely a skill. rambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a skill. Yeah. Just like um, but six weeks later and a couple of failed interviews later, um, you know, I think I was good enough to obviously, ultimately, as you know, I landed the gig at Google. Yeah. The so, top. Um, yeah, it seemed to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but after that, after landing that role, now the new challenge came. <laughs> yeah. I had to work full time, full time at Google, finish up my, my year in the graduate program um, and somehow see... Uh, my family and I through this turmoil that is a pandemic. Yeah, um, and then just just for uh, dark humor, sprinkle in some uh, sprinkle in protests happening across the yeah. the US of A. Yeah. Right. It 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 actually yeah. it's a tough time. It's a difficult time. But I, I think I'm proud of how we came out of it at the other end. For sure. No, I, I agree hundred percent. No, it was it was a very, very dark time. For everyone, and I feel like everybody has their own yeah. battle scars, right? Like everybody's been scarred mm-hmm. uh, completely. So, cool. Um, so yeah, my next question for you is, um, what advice would you give someone who is trying to do the same things as you? What advice would I give somebody trying to do the same thing as me? Uh, for I think for me, the the one of the things that's turned out to be very important for me um, is uh, having a sense of curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, always being willing to learn, you know, be willing to learn, uh, be open to new ideas. Um, but all, all of that sitting on top of the foundation of uh, discipline. Right. Right. Uh, I think the ability to uh, go from being curious about something uh, then go to asking questions about it, really interrogating that curiosity, right. but then having the discipline to go find the answers, to, having the discipline to to chase it down, explore it, um, has served me well. And I think for somebody who wants to thrive in technology, it becomes a very important uh, uh, skill trait to right. to develop. Right, technology is moving faster than any of us can consume, true. <laughs> or understand, or true. learn. Um, but having that sense of curiosity to continue to want to learn more, uh, to, to engage more, understand more, you want to engage with everything, but understanding where you are, where you want to go, and then having the curiosity to, you know, pick that, 
different subjects and topics uh, that you think might lead you down that path. Um, yeah, I don't think you can really go wrong with that foundation. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been serving me well so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think just in anything, like just having curiosity is so important because it's only when like you're curious that you'll actually like take the invest the time you need to like fully comprehend um a specific field, topic, something, whatever it is, right? You just need that sense of curiosity, just in anything. It's such an important um attribute to have. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, my next question is um what has been one pivotal moment in your life that has shaped your career? And the follow-up question to this is, what has been the greatest achievement in your career so far? Uh, pivotal moment and greatest achievement. Yeah. Um, you know, I really feel like uh, I, 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 I touched a little bit on this, right? Mm-hmm. I think pivotal moments in my life um, kind of go back to those, those, two, those two prior points um, back in that IT role. I think wow. if I hadn't really uh, thought about practice, um, wow. what it means for me to learn in an unstructured setting, right? Outside of school, it's, you know, the world, uh, information, knowledge is, a, is very chaotic. Right. But uh, finding, how, finding out how you best distill all that, um, you end up just getting, uh, you know, blown with the wind. Uh, whenever the wind blows, right? Right. Uh, and so being being able to 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 find out how you engage with the world, that was a very very important moment right. process realization for me. Um, and then using that right to kind of navigate that time, those transition points in 20, 2020, 2021, um, to 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 continue. I really just kind of looking across my entire career. Uh, right. A lot of the milestones, a lot of those points that I've hit have been because I, you know, I would get to a new level, a new platform, a new point in my life, my career. Right. But I'm still kind of asking the questions of, okay, what, what's happened before? What can I learn from my past? Uh, what lessons do I need to explore to learn going forward? Um, and then going ahead and really learning those things. Right. Uh, and that's really kind of carried me from my position at the startup, being willing to kind of dive in, uh, write code, learn how to write, write better software right. uh, to now uh, working a larger organization. Um, yeah, I think those the, those are definitely some of the, the important things I've learned in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things I'm really proud of, really, is like in my career. Right. It's just that that ability to just, um, as you said, again, sort of indicated about just the willingness to just learn, right? Just a willingness to learn deeply. Um, and explore too. I, I know. I remember you mentioned earlier about how, when you were in university, right, you wanted to take all the classes, all the compsci classes. You're a much, 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 much more braver person than I am because I could never take <laughs> all compsci classes. I'm gonna just stick to the the predetermined path that's set out for you. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Just, Take what I need to take to graduate. So, but you know, it's and it's. I think it's it's an important thing for sure. You know, it's like just that ability to just wanting to learn as much as possible. Yeah, and I think for me, when I think back to it now, it's almost akin to, and I he probably also experienced this, right? You get into college, and a lot of people are kind of arriving to it. They kind of get there and they're just like, 
I don't know what I want to do yeah. within academia. I don't know what to study, right? And you get this kind yeah. of category of undetermined. Yeah, um, undecided. I knew I wanted to, yeah, undecided. There he is, undetermined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I wanted to do computer science, right? I wanted yeah. to dive into technology. But within technology, there's just so many options, right? True. That's something I wasn't really sure of. And so taking all these different classes, all these different topics, from operating systems to compilers yeah. to mm-hmm. graphics to AI. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I think it was part of my journey into trying to understand what within technology I want to continue to pursue. I want to dive deeply into, right. um, which is kind of a very important question to ask. And I think I'm probably still asking that question today, to be honest. Um, obviously now it might look a little broader, I, the things I'm trying to consider the things I want to go deeper into, but. Right. For sure. For sure. Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. So the next question I have for you is, um, where are you heading to? What are you hoping to accomplish in the next couple of years? So. Where am I heading? I've actually been thinking about this a lot over <laughs> the recent uh, weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, I recently, I recently kind of hit a uh, an introspective point uh, in my career, and I've kind of been thinking about the the following year, right? right. Um, and one of the things that I feel like I'm landing on, I'm settling on, um, is you know I've gotten really good at executing. Mm-hmm. I've gotten really good at getting things done. Yeah. Um, but I think the a, a new area that I want to explore, I want to go deeper into. I want to know where I am, really, where I stand. Right, it's right. just this ability to not just lead, um, mm-hmm. but it's also to, you know, it's also to be able to uh, help others grow, if that makes right. sense. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of leaders that kind of inspire people to go, 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 get things done. Right. Right. Um, captains on the field, perhaps. Um, but I think, but I've always been in awe of people that were able to not only provide direction to people that lead and inspire, but then to also go ahead and help people that, you know, grow within and of themselves of where right. they want to go, what they want to do, mm-hmm. uh, maybe within a particular field. Um, and so I think, you know, over the next year, it's, it's something I definitely want to explore. Um, right. Being a leader, being somebody who can, who can grow, somebody who can teach. I think right. helping people grow is, is, is to help people uh, learn by teaching, right, through teaching. Um, and I get, I think about it and I get very excited. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. a very, very, you know, it's oh. a very, very exciting uh, thing Tenko, to kind of huh? explore. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Um, but I think it becomes, an, it becomes a very important uh, skill or trait to have, um, Especially when I, at least for me, when I think about some of the right. uh, organizations or, or or groups that mm-hmm. that that I really really uh, look up to or really aspire to or like to see, right. you know, it has people that um, obviously there's a leader charting the path, right. but it's a leader who's helped others kind of below the you know the the hierarchy, the company organization, right. grow to a point where they become leaders of themselves. Um, and the organization just seems to yeah the organization seems to move from the bottom up right absolutely that's so it's like essentially yeah bottom up so like leading from the back in a sense right yeah 
Nice. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's not a it's not an easy thing to do. Um, some people, I guess, have a natural a natural talent for it, but right. uh, I'm excited to find out. I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to seeing, seeing uh, you know, what you yeah. do for sure, man. Looking forward to that for sure. Um, all right, so the next set of questions are a bit more personal. So the first question I have for you is: Do you practice self improvement? And if you do, what do you do? Do I practice self improvement? Um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's it might it's, it's woven into everything I've just said so far. Right. Uh, there's a saying. There's a saying I I remember I heard. Uh, I can't can't even recall who might have said it first. Um, but it's uh, if you're if you're not busy growing, you're busy dying. <laughs> right. Now, one might one might be like, "Whoa, there's got to be a middle ground, right?" Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you think about it, like, what if you're not growing, if you're not learning? True. You know, what else are you doing, right? Are you just kind of suspended in time and place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of frozen, waiting yeah. for you know, who knows what? Who knows? Um, and so I subscribe to that. You know, heavily. Um, I really like that idea, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I really resonate with that and I agree with you. And it's like, I also like to think of it like this, like the world is moving and it's changing. Like mother nature, like things, all this, it's always going to be constantly changing whether you like it or not. So you just yeah. have to subscribe to that as well. It's like, you have to be constantly growing and changing and evolving. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. The world around us is constantly changing, um, which, you know, you have to change with it, right? Yeah. You have to change. It's, it's, it's what it's spurring us to do uh, as individuals, as a society. Um, and if you're not constantly trying to change, right? I think it's not necessarily just change for change's sake, because then you're not, again, you'll be blown with the wind and you'll, 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 who knows where you'll end up. Exactly. But it's really kind of changing with the framework of where you want to go, who you want yeah, to be, for sure. Um, what you aspire to. And so if, if you want to continue to kind of walk down that path towards those 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 pillars, yeah, you have to you have to uh, improve and grow. And so self-improvement for me is the deliberate practice of that. It's deliberately taking charge of that process. Um and how I go about doing that is learning from others, quite simply, right? Yeah. That's uh, my peers, my mentors, um, learning from great authors, um, you know, what they what they have learned, what they have done right, what they have done wrong, um, and really kind of distilling it and trying to apply it uh, in my own life. Right, right, for sure, for sure, that's... Um, yeah, that's very, very key, actually. Mentors, very, very, very important, just for anyone in their own growth journey um, and their own self-improvement journey, yeah. Um, cool, so the next question I have for you is, um, what is one area of your life you feel you could improve on? One area of my life I can improve on? Um, hmm. I think it might go back to, um, again, at that previous point I, I, I talked about uh, really asking the question of how do I help others grow? Mm -hmm. You could rephrase that question to say, how do you help others thrive? 
Right. Um, you know, easier said than done, hard yeah. to do. Absolutely. Right. Because it's really about it's really about meeting people where they are, mm-hmm. understanding understanding what they what they need, right? Which is different from perhaps what they want. Right. Um, and then helping to foster an environment around them that can help them uh, continue to excel and achieve, right? Hopefully all of us towards a, a common goal. Right. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I want to define what that looks like for me. I want to right. know where I stand and my ability to do that, to offer that, be in service of that. Um, and I think that's an area of, of, of early exploration. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Early exploration. But it's, yeah, but it's it's been fun so far, although it's, right. it's it feels like it just got started. <laughs> Sure, Maybe it'll feel sure. like that the entire time, right? Every Maybe, yeah. It's just, like, this I feel is like part I just of the journey. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just part of the journey, right? Um, nah, interesting. That's, that's really cool. Uh, so yeah, my next question for you is, um, what does being a man mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, huh, do I have a simple answer? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not a simple that's question, so it is not need a simple answer yeah yeah it is not a simple question at all uh yeah. there's just so many influences yeah. there's so many influences yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. impact like any given individual um yeah i feel like for me it's it's still something i explore every day mm-hmm. i think it's still something i'm trying to get a better grip of Right. As I, you know, continue to grow and mature, um, I think at its core, these it's it's definitely underpinned by uh, values, for, you know, values as 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 a Christian. Right. Um, I gr- I grew up Roman Catholic. Right. Um, so those 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 lessons, those values are definitely at its core, um, and, and also uh, lessons. Uh, mm-hmm. And aspirations that were right. bestowed upon me by my own father. Right. Um, if you know, if I could be fifty percent <laughs> the, the the man that he is, you know, right. uh, then I, I'll I'll consider myself a very lucky a very lucky man. Right. Um, but wrapping all of this, right, wrapping this 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 um, what I think is a firm core, uh, then it co- kind of goes into ideas of what I think. What it, what it means for me to 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 be a man um and yeah i continue to to kind of add lessons that i've learned from again the the books that i've read uh right. other 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 men that, that that i i admire aspire towards um and then ultimately all of this ends yeah. up being impacted by the society that I live in, right? Right, um, of course. It's important it's important, you know, I don't waver and flicker, you right. know, as society moves back and forth. Because I think it's mm-hmm. it's if you it's important I stand on a strong foundation, principled right. foundation. Principled, right. Um but you know you 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 live in a you live in a society with other other human beings, <laughs> other yeah. men, other women. Yeah. Right. Um and and uh that definition operating in that environment i think uh becomes important as well so right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it encompasses yeah. a lot. And, um, you know, my follow up question is, is that, you know, having all these factors that you just outlined that influence what being a man means to you, right? How do you navigate life as this said man? How do I navigate life? Um, hmm. uh, one word that comes to mind um, is responsibility. Right. Uh, I think, you know, when I think about how I want to conduct myself, how I want to act towards other people, how I want to uh, go about, you know, through achievement, accomplishments, um, at work, at home. Right. I, I feel like there's, 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 it's all held together by a, a sense of responsibility, right. by really taking ownership, taking ownership right. for uh, your successes, taking ownership of your faults and mistakes. Right. Um, and I try to, to, to stay true to that, stay honest with that, uh, not, not be deceitful. Um, I guess everyone, you know, everyone's trying to be hopefully not deceitful. Right. But it's yeah, really kind of putting my my best for my best foot forward for myself for others um, in in what I do. I think that's that's really kind of the what one of the things that underpins how I conduct myself on a day to day. Right. Hold up my end of the deal. Hold up yeah. my end of the deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Nice, nice. I, I like I like that. I really like that. It's um. Yeah, the responsibility piece for sure. That's 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 a very very key thing, um, mm. and even just like being able to like be responsible for yourself, but others as well, and being able to also lead them to just as you said. I think those are just very very key and important insights for sure. Um, mm. So my last question for you is. You know, we just had this very interesting conversation just about your life, your experiences, um, and all, all this, all these different areas, right? So the question is, um, what does being Delta mean to you? What does Delta be mean to me? Yeah, what does what, yeah, what does what does Delta mean to you actually? And you, yeah. can, you can be philosophical or you can be literal you can answer it however you want yeah um hmm. i don't know if i have a fixed definition mm -hmm. um but some of the things that come to mind again is that idea of um you know stepping up yeah uh leaning in leaning forward mm -hmm. uh and not necessarily stepping on over or pushing away or aside, right. right? Those are really different things. But it's this idea of uh, not falling away or falling shy to the background and being willing to step forward to, you know, really to, to, to do what needs to get done, to really understand right. uh, where your responsibilities are, uh, especially when it comes to where you want to go, owning right. it. Um, right where you need where you're needed where you need to be looking right. towards others and where what they want you to be uh and where they need you to be um taking ownership of that taking responsibility of that um 
yeah, I think that's that's to put it succinctly, I would say yeah. that's kind of what it means for me. Right, that's that taking ownership and leadership, right? Nice. Exactly. Nice. All right, man. We've come towards the end of this interview. Um, final remarks. Um, where can people find you? And is there anything that you want to promote on this episode? Uh, if people want to reach out to me, the uh, best place to find me is on LinkedIn. <laughs> right. uh, I am on Instagram. I am on Twitter. Um, but yeah, happy to reach out to me on uh, those platforms there. Yeah, and for everyone watching, I'll just add all his socials and the links in the description of this of this episode. So you can just check the description and you can connect with Tekoku there. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Alpha Delta. I've been your host, Joe Kairuki, and I'm here with my guest, Teko. You know, the purpose of this podcast is just to motivate and inspire people to become the best versions of themselves. So we thank you so much for joining us. Teko, thank you for just taking your time, making the time to have this conversation with me. Um, and to everybody out there, this is goodbye. Peace. Thanks, Joe. Cheers. Cheers.